Welcome, everyone. I am your pastor, Ivy Rivera. I'm a psychic medium, a Taino arrow. I am here today with Reverend Christina Del Rey, our astrologer. This is Roots Reader Faith, where we believe in the three truths in the universe. That is intuitive intelligence, numerology, and astrology. If you lean into these three truths, you will better understand your life path, your life contract, your purpose how to heal from trauma, how to transmute difficulties in life, how to maximize your prosperity, and ultimately be able to the world and help others. Christina, how are you tonight? <clears throat> I'm good. I wanted to let you know that you're cutting in and out just a little bit. It's not major, but it's a just a teeny bit. Hmm. Okay. You guys, yeah, let me know if you're having any trouble hearing me. Go ahead and put it in the uh, Mary, our beautiful producer. We have a new producer um, handling, taking your questions and comments. And Mary, I don't know if there is anything audio, uh, but if we can, let's give it a shot. Today, we are talking, our sermon topic is disappointment in relationships 12th house and other we're talking about 12th house in astrology obviously and other struggles that some people so that you come to earth having a lot of additional problems ships why do some people have so many problems in this area and others don't seem to have problems uh we'll be talking about that and everything in between um want to I'll let Christina go ahead and get started with this topic. Uh, afterward, I do want to ask you guys to prayer and healing requests. Christina and I pray over those. We manifest, we energy over the course of the week. If you guys are tuning into this later, you can go ahead and post the comment section after this publishes. If everyone could also please give this video this time, drop a comment and subscribe. We do appreciate questions are also appreciated. Post your questions and comments and at the end of the day, we'll be taking those as well. All right, Reverend Christina, you want to go on this topic, disappointment in relationships, 12th house and other struggles. Okay, so I, I guess we'll start from the beginning and we talk about disappointment and I am um, Kind of an expert on disappointment in relationships. So here we go. Um, as I think everybody knows, well, if you don't know, um, there are 12 houses in the astrology chart. You know, you go one through 12. It just kind of starts out, you know, first breath all the way to death. So, you know, transitioning to the other side. So the 12th house is um, a completion of a cycle. And the 12th house... Um, is ruled by Neptune in the um, regular chart. And so, you know, even if your 12th house is not ruled by Neptune, you still have a Neptunian flavor. Now, what does that mean? Um, the 12th house is our blind spot. Um, it is really suffering. That is a serve or suffer house. So if you are a person who has 12th house planets, particularly 
if you have personal planets there. So we're talking about Sun, Moon, Rising, Mercury, Venus, Mars. Um, if you have a 12th house personal planet in, and, you know, you, you will be suffering. <laughs> and if you don't turn that into service, you will continue to suffer. So it's a, um, it's, it's very interesting and it, it has a dark side and it has a light side and you will probably experience both of them in your lifetime. So, um, it, it really, the whole purpose behind it is so that you can serve humanity, but these people feel very alone at times and they also feel like people don't understand them. So these are the people who are like, I just don't belong. Like I'm here and, you know, I'm in this group. I Maybe I look like I belong, but I just don't feel like I belong. And people with 12th house planets also, um, they also tend to want to be in isolation or they're forced into isolation. Um, like the old astrology um I always call it the scary astrology because, you know, people, the, the first astrologers that wrote down all the stuff, they did it very scarily, um, you know, but we, we have a more modern way of looking at things now. So now we know there's a light and a dark to everything. But um, when you do have these planets in this spot, the chart, it's the blind spot. So, you know, you a lot of people traditionally were in hospitals or, um, you know, maybe hidden away somewhere where nobody could find you. Um, and, you know, and that is, that's, that could be one way that the, um, that the expression comes out into the 12th house. If you're not hidden away or in a hospital or anything like that, um, you could just want to be alone, feel like you need to be, have a lot of alone time in your life because, Ultimately, being alone is is forcing you to connect with spirit. It's connecting you. Um, and, you know, you don't really have a choice in the matter. But the dark side of um, the 12th house is that, you know, probably in your life you will be betrayed and you won't see it coming. Um, it brings those traitors into your life um, because it's your blind spot. You just don't see it. If you have Venus... Or it could even be like whatever rules your fifth house, whatever rules your seventh house. Um, you're probably going to be betrayed by a lover, um, you know, and you may not see it coming. And it, if, if it's if it's not betrayal, like with another woman, then it might be just them trying to take you down and you're not seeing it. Um, often people, you know, past current people need to be alone to, to connect with spirit because there's a lot of past karma. There's a lot of karma that needs to be transmuted. And if you're not, you know, alone and you're not, you know, at some of the time connecting with spirit and you're not serving others, you can't transmute that karma. It's almost like you have to suffer first, then you have to serve. Um, it's very much worse if you're unaware of it or you ignore it because the 12th house is your unconscious or your subconscious. So it's, it's easily ignored if you're unaware of it. Um, 12th house expressions uh, can be denied. So 
in childhood by a parent usually. So let's say um, you have Mars in the 12th house. Well, you may not have been able to show anger in your home. You had to be chipper and happy all the time. You couldn't express it. Whatever is in your 12th house, you're probably not expressing consciously. You're unconsciously expressing or there's unconscious stuff going on inside your head um, about it that you don't realize is there. Um Natal, and if you have, so if you have um, natal, for instance, like also to, if it, if a planet's in the 12th house, it could be starved. So uh, natal son can have, in the 12th house, you can have an absent or abusive father. Same thing with Saturn in the 12th house. Uh, natal moon can be abusive mother or neglectful mother um, that wasn't there. Sometimes the 12th house it's just like brings people who are missing. Um, or if they are there, they're denying you their love or they're denying you something. Um, Venus and Mars, you know, you can think that you found your soulmate and then they can just stab you right in the back. So, and you just don't see it coming or they're trying to, you know, readily destroy you. And these are all, um, you know, thing, the negative side of this. Um, you struggle your whole life trying to have courage with whatever planets you have in there. So, um, you know, because they were like denied to you or they were not expressed, you have to like summon up the courage. So you spend a lot of your life trying to um, have courage to, you know, express these planets. Um, the 12th house, this is interesting too. The 12th house has to do with foreign lands as well. So sometimes people um, can connect with foreign places better than they can in their own country and may even um, find love in another country as well. Um, these planets, when they are, you know, because they're denied and because they're the subconscious, they can also go into... Um, your dream space because the 12th house is the dream space. So um, you're basically um, it's your unconscious thoughts. And if you're not expressing them at all, they can become physical elements as well. So for instance, headaches, digestive issues, um, you know, but you're, you, because you have to find a way to express it outside of yourself but if you don't know what's there, <laughs> then you're relying on, you know, just, um, I guess, life experience, which takes longer. Um, so what are the blessings of the 12? So believe it or not, um, you know, you can transmute this into, um, you know, positivity. So um, I guess one of the positives would be the isolation pushing you towards spirit into the divine. Um, if you, if you surrender, uh, you'll give, you know, if you surrender to the 12th, then you will definitely, um, you know, use your suffering to help others. You, the 12th house can be the house of charity too. So when you're doing that, when you're servicing others and you're um, giving to charity or, you know, doing some kind of charity, that is definitely um, processing your karma. And these people often have a lot of, um, past life connections with people around them too, because, you know, 12th house also has to do with past lives as well. Um, this is especially important for old souls too. If you really feel like you're an old soul, then you probably have a lot of 12th house planets that 
need clearing out. You know, you have to um, you have to almost conquer every single one of them so that you can transmute that karma. Um, and then later on, after you feel sorry for yourself and alone, you can um, realize that the isolation, it brings you peace and comfort and you actually enjoy it. Um, and you become closer to God because you had to rely on God or spirit to get through some kind of really brutal situation. You didn't have anybody else because you were, you really felt alone. There might, maybe there's people around you, but you're still alone. Um, I know a lot of people. Or can, those, those people that were around you were the ones who attacked you. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? They didn't have your back or they didn't, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, they should have, but they didn't. And here you are by yourself, even though people are surrounding you. So, um, but you had to rely on faith. You had to rely on a higher power. So that makes you stronger uh, than the people around you who, you know, put you through something brutal, you know? Um, some more blessings of the 12th wisdom, definitely wisdom because you have a lot of time to contemplate it. Um, I would, you know, like I'm a 12th house. I have two planets in the 12th house. Um, I really like silence. <laughs> I do. Um, I know like, you know, I date somebody who loves to have the music on all the time or the TV on, but um, it's okay. But it's, you have to make that time. If you're a 12th house person, you have to make that time, that alone isolation time for yourself to get back um, into your body and back into connecting with spirit. Um, peace in solitude, um, learning to stand alone and be grounded in that. So now you're, you know, because you had to rely on God and your faith, um, now you know how to stand alone. And how many people know how to stand alone? Not many, you know, like most people rely on others or that, you know, they're always trying to get something out of other people, but you know, you're, you're like a tree. That's like, you know, like you're, you're grounded. You're, you know, you're not going anywhere. Um, you know, you're like, come on, come at me. What you got? What do you got? <laughs> because I'm strong now. I had, I had to be alone. So now I can do this. Um, you rid yourself of attachments to people, places, and things because the 12th house is not a materialistic house. Um, it's about letting go. It's about detachment because nothing's real anyway. Everything is, you know, everything's a moment, everything. And you realize that the joy and the, the good things in life are enjoying that moment. Um, you know, like realizing the blessings that you have and realizing that everything is transient. So while good things come in, try to enjoy them while they're there. Um, I, and you know, really the 12th house is the house of enlightenment too, because that's where it's reached. Um, you have to go through, you kind of have to go through hell to get to the other side, but you are able to, um, really, really help others and serve others. And, the biggest problem I think too here is that you'll have so many relationships um, in your life and they can be friendships as well, but you're going to have people betray you or you're going to have people, you're going to feel left out of the group. So, you know, you'll have, you'll have a friend group of, you know, I don't know, six and they'll forget to call you and tell you what they were doing or something. You know what I mean? Like you'll be the one that everybody avoids, <laughs> but it's almost like they don't even do it on purpose. It's just like, I don't know, something happens where you are just kind of 
left a little bit behind just enough to make you feel like well what the hell do or what the heck do I have like you know cooties or something you know what I mean like you don't understand why you just feel that disappointment in people and you know I per I'm super lucky because I have the ruler of my 12th or sorry the ruler of my seventh which is relationships and Venus which is relationships together in the 12th house hmm. so it's like um it's disillusion it's disillusionment it's um you know in the beginning especially um when i had no idea you know in the beginning when you have no idea about relationships but um the 12th house is also addiction so these are the people who seek out you know drugs um to sort of retreat and um kind of you know like take take the pain away and you can be addicted to a person you can be addicted to many different things um depression mental health is in this house too um secrets you have hidden from yourself and um the 12th house is really about no boundaries too so you have to be really careful with the 12th house so um i do struggle because i have those planets in my chart i do struggle with boundaries in relationship and um that ultimately, you know, I, I think because it's a cloudy blind spot, I see something or maybe I just see the positive and I don't see the reality of the situation. And, you know, it always comes smacking you in the face and then, you know, it's disappointment. So, yeah, that's the 12th house. But like I said, it does. If you go to the service side, um, it will. It will never be perfect because you always have lessons to learn or you wouldn't be here, but it will, um, it will get better. And I, I actually had a friend who had his North node in the 12th house. Um, your North node is your destiny. And, you know, he was very off track and just not going where he was supposed to. So North node is where you're going or what you're supposed to achieve. Well, he ended up in prison. <laughs> well, in jail, I should say, not prison. Um, but what was forced, it was forcing him to be isolated. It was forcing him to rely on a higher power. Um, and he was wrongly accused by the way. So, but he was in there for a long time. And, um, because of that, he's a much stronger person because he had to do that. Um, so that's just an extreme case that doesn't always happen. <laughs> Obviously we're not all in prison, but, um, that's just an extreme case of but there, how but there are many different forms yes. of prison, yeah. you know, yeah. and like when we talk about the breaking of the legs, you know, being yes. forced into a big giant timeout somehow. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you'll get there. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, rulerships and all that come into play, but um, yeah, us 12th house people, we do tend towards mediumship. We tend towards the psychic arts, you know what I mean? So um, we just have a, a bit of a calling because we can, we can sense something is going on that we can't see, um, you know, and behind the veil, I guess you would say. So anyway, that's the 12th house and disappointment and anything. And also Neptune, because Neptune is, um, you know, the ruler of the 12th house, wherever Neptune is in your chart probably is the place of disappointment for you. <laughs> so I think Ivy, you have this in the relationship house. 
I also have this. I have this in the other relationship house. So both both Ivy and I have this in the relationship areas of our charts. Um, but you know, I've people with it. Um, you know, wherever it is, most likely it is a source of disappointment and disillusionment as well, because you're not seeing it clearly. So you want to see it to be wonderful and then mm -hmm. you get disappointed. I always say to Christina, as soon as I'm really attracted to someone, I know there's gotta be something wrong with them. I know <laughs> I should probably just run, run in the other direction. Um, yeah. yeah, I've learned to not like whoever I like because it always ends up blowing up in my face. But that's because I have everything in the 12th house. My almost everything in my chart is it's like a big conglomeration. It's just all coagulated right there. In Quite the a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a lot, right? It's like uh, what Venus, Mars, Moon. I mean, basically everything. So like all of my relationship planets. Um, are in that 12th house. So I've got just blind spots everywhere, constantly being betrayed and, uh, th you know, things like that, abuse, all kinds of problems. So it's a difficult, uh, it's a difficult situation. I think that with that in conjunction with the extreme sense of isolation, any of us who have this, we should really be very aware on that note. I do want to say, uh, Mary, my beautiful producer here, if you could get Christina's information going up at the bottom, of the screen also right now it's just mine running somehow that ended up happening uh i do want to invite you guys if you haven't already done so post your questions and comments now we'll be taking them more toward the end of the sermon also if you're tuning in late post your prayer and healing requests if you guys want to listen to previous sermons you can download anywhere that you can get a podcast or you can go here to uh at ask ivy on youtube and christina what is your youtube channel um astrology and tarot simplified astrology and tarot simplified okay to uh listen to old roots revival sermons okay mm -hmm. um also if you guys are tuning in late please give this video a thumbs up subscribe drop a comment greatly appreciated donations are appreciated also so uh christina said so many interesting things. I always learn so much from you. Um, mm -hmm. Talking about astrology, just a, a couple little tidbits. I did not know, and I have a ton of 12th house activity and have been paying attention to it. So there's always something more to learn in astrology from a good astrologer. Um, I love that you said that having a lot of planets in your 12th house can equate to having no boundaries. <laughs> I say this about myself all the time. It's it's a double-edged sword because while there are no boundaries, there's probably no fear. So if you're one of these people, it's just like fearlessly goes for for stuff, and then you realize later, oh, like wow, I maybe in hindsight, you know, <laughs> I could have prepared a little better. Like I have no alert system. It's like go, I'm just gonna jump, and then um, you know, you it, it could follow you into some pretty dark places sometimes. I think um, it was interesting too that you said that a lot of people with 12th house find love in foreign places. I have fallen for people like overseas or just because they're different from me. Uh, I'm addicted to accents. You know, I love the idea of, um, yeah, God bless America. I love the idea of leaving. I'm looking at my uh, a residency somewhere else uh, as soon as I can. You know, I've got plans uh, out of here in 2024. I've been talking about it since I was a kid. You know, there's a desire to and, and a real ability to feel at home elsewhere. 
um, with people from other places and um, always just looking for, for something more, something different. Um, the way that you said getting left behind, this brought me so much peace. And I would love to hear from you guys. When Christina said that if you have a lot of uh, planets in your 12th house or activity in your 12th house, that you may be the one who's left behind in social groups, not even deliberately, just sort of forgotten about, just sort of left behind. There were two different incidents I remember from my childhood that still haunt me where people forgot to come pick me up as part of the carpool for a party or whatever. And, you know, that that doesn't ever leave you. It, it's this, um, you know, this feeling of isolation and it makes you wonder, you know, was that done on purpose? And I really did not believe that it was. I mean, they couldn't have been more apologetic. And it was a, adults driving the car. You know what I mean? <laughs> These adults didn't deliberately leave me there. But it did happen a couple times. And it is a freakish circumstance. Um, so, you know, that's that's sad. Uh, but the um, the other comment you made about dreams. I know so many people who aren't into their astrology. They have no clue why their dreams are the way that they are. So many battles and wars and intensity every night in their dreams. And it's that 12th house activity. You know, they're battling it out. They're working it out. They're working it out. Um, the isolation. Do any of you identify with what she said about that? You have a lot of 12th house activity. You may love being alone. I said, people are always saying to me, oh, you're, you know, you're too isolated. You need to trust more. You need to open up more. Been there, done that, have the t-shirt. It doesn't fit. You know, I like being alone. I, I don't even know I'm isolated. I mean, that's, you know, I, and I could do it extensively, days, weeks on end, um, and not think about missing a social activity um, or have having to force myself to go and be social. Um, and I really love that you said that with the 12th house, for all the pain that we deal with, for all the betrayal, for all the people we let in our bed who deliberately try to destroy us, um, how we learn through all of that to appreciate the little things, you know, the fine detail and just to take it as it comes to be grateful, you know, for the things that are working. That attitude of gratitude is something really unique, I think, to people in the, in the 12th house. And it's adorable, you know, and it's very uplifting. It's just a simplicity. It reminds me of, um, you know, we say that some of the poorest people in the world, you know, are the happiest with the smallest things. Yeah, I think like letting go, you know, like letting go of anger and hate, you know what I mean? Like realizing that once it's done, it's done. You know, you're, you're not gonna let anybody back in your life, but you're gonna let it go. Right. Or you're not gonna think about it anymore. You know, that, at least that's a high vibration of the 12th house. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love it. And you really do, you, you learn to just enjoy your own company. You, you learn to just enjoy yourself. It's not just like you enjoying spirit or you being super connected to the universe, you know, are you seeing humans for what they really are? Sometimes low, sometimes high, most often a combination of both. Okay. Nothing to build your life around. That's for sure. Um, but you know, you enjoy your own company. Yeah. Super entertaining. Right. Uh, so I want to talk a little bit from the psychic mediumship aspect of things. 
about disappointment in relationships um, and uh, where this might be coming from. So, you know, who have I found over the years with my students, with my clients, with myself, with lovers, family, whatever, who gets hit the hardest? Lightworkers get hit the hardest with betrayal and disappointments in relationships. Healers, the builders of the world, anyone who goes out there and they're like, I'm going to create something. Okay. I'm going to, from the foundation up, make this thing happen. You are going to get nailed in this area. Probably activists, the revolutionaries, anyone who is doing something big for the greater good in any way, even if it isn't that big, but you're putting a lot of effort in, you're going to get hit hard in this area. I think it's an area of attack because it's so personal. So darker, lower level energies in the universe will deliberately attack you. Whoever's in your bed, family members, possibly even your children, again, your parents, I mean, parental abuse and neglect, that's 12th house, right? It's, it's going to hit you in those intimate areas because that will knock you down the most. And if your energy, your faith, your happiness can be stolen away, uh, the less likely you are to, to get up and keep fighting and doing what you're supposed to be doing. Uh, we do have a free mini class here on YouTube at Ask Ivy called Fighting the Dark, part one and part two. Check it out. I talk about the five different attacks whenever you're about to level up. And most of them sadly do come from your inner circle. Um, I would say that people who... My clients who have a life contract, meaning what you signed on to before you came to earth, okay, people who have a life contract full of relationship karma, I have a heart for those people. Some people really do come here with one relationship battle after another relationship lesson, after another relationship issue, after another long-term commitment that ends up in, you know, it, it just goes on and on and on. And you can usually see it in their life contract from birth. So the family they're born into, and then it just, just keeps on, keeps on. And I always warn those clients, I say, listen, this is clearly a theme for you. And what you need to realize is that this is past life. This is old, okay? A lot of this is probably ancient. It's super karmic. And you have to understand that you're in a special circumstance. You can, first of all, never compare yourself to anyone else who doesn't have that because their trials and tribulations will never compare to what you're dealing with. No one will understand you except someone else who has this. And it's such a hard place to get hit because that means you have to grow from relationship difficulties. It means you have to learn your lessons from betrayal and abuse and neglect. It means that your opportunities for prosperity are coming from that kind of downfall, that pitfall. And um, it's, it's with the potential, that's the important part, to understand the potential benefit will make you stronger than anyone else, wiser, than anyone else with greater character and integrity than anyone else. The payoff is absolutely huge. 
People who have this, they do not compare to anyone else in leadership and stability and inner peace. And so there's, you know, huge benefit, but that really, that really has to come from taking those brutal beatings in that very intimate uh, area because it makes you even question your own self. And I think that the biggest battles we will ever have as human beings while we're on earth is when we are forced into a situation where we have to question ourselves, ourself, and our own value. That is tough. That is the one. Um, so um, I think that also looking at all the activity in the 12th house, for example, like I have everything in there, right? Especially with where love is concerned or relationships are concerned. And um, that's your hidden spots. And so that's where you're going to get attacked by people. Well, that affects me also in business. So I just had to fire someone a week ago for stealing from the company. This is something I constantly have to deal with. So there's always betrayal going on. Here's the thing. If you're one of these people who has to deal with this all the time, you're going to learn to love things like Mars in retrograde, like the eclipses, like a tower moment, you know, like uh, what Mercury in retrograde, you know, I mean, like all of these things, the number seven, which is truths being revealed and masks coming off. I crave these things because I know darn well, there's always some clown around me, if not a whole crew of them, a whole gaggle of clowns acting a fool who need to go. And I don't want to have to deal with it, you know, or I can't deal with it because I don't have proof. Usually I'm watching somebody and I'm looking for proof. I have to get somebody else in here to go find the proof or whatever. But it's like in those moments where those planets shift and truth is going to come out, masks are going to come off and everything's going to be revealed. I sit and I wait and I just watch it all burn down, you know, while everyone else is panicking and they're frantic and they're worried about it because they want to hold on. They want to hold on to whatever they've invested in, to whoever they have around them, whatever toxic relationships, they, they want to hold on to that illusion. Well, you know, when you deal with this all the time, you learn to be the opposite. You learn to go with the flow. You want to ride that wave. Watch them ride on out. Okay. And um, there's a, there's a comedy in that. I mean, there's a sort of comedic, uh, entertaining, you know, value in getting a front row seat to the karma show. So you just have to find the peaks. Some, um, some people with uh, 12th house have dark sense of humors too with a lot of 12th house planets. Yeah. It's like all sarcasm <laughs> all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, so they're definitely entertaining and, uh, you know, fun parts to it. You just have to embrace it. And, um, I think that's pretty much all I really wanted to talk about on this. I think it's just so important. And we wanted to, you know, when this came up as a sermon topic, I was like, oh no, we, do, we definitely need to dive into this because, um, again, I have such a heart for people who have a lot of this in their life contract, or like Christina said, you have a lot of 12th house activity. You know, you're constantly taking those hits in relationships in a million different ways. And, um, this hopefully gives you a sense of company answers as to why, and a little more instruction as to how to utilize it. Okay. For your power, uh, and prosperity. All right. 
So let's go ahead and get to any questions or comments that we have coming in here. Mary, our producer, will be popping them up. So from a Melissa Subia, she says, I still need to get my astrology chart done with you, Christina. I'm very isolated. I don't like being around people, um, but I feel safer by myself. And yes, it has brought me closer to spirit. Well, I think she really said it all right there. You know, I mean, look at those ebbs and look at the roller coaster just even in that statement. You know, I don't know, Christine, if you have anything to say about that. I think I, I've really, you have to get used, you have to be happy alone. You know what I mean? Like I am pretty happy alone. Um, I have my moments where I socialize, but then like I, I've had my fill and I have to move on. Um, but I think that, you know, being closer to spirit is a strength that you'll have that nobody else, you know, will be able to really emulate like you can. And I just want to say her remark, Melissa's remark about feeling safer, you know, when, when people say to you, oh, you know, go out and socialize more or, you know, you need to make more friends, you spend too much time alone or whatever, they can't gauge that. They can't gauge that. If you don't feel safe, that's not fun for you. That's not fulfilling for you. That's not doing anything for you. And if you don't feel safe, it's very possible that you, that there's someone there that you just should not be around or that's time alone you should be spending, you know? So we do have to take these things into consideration. Again, I think that people who deal with this cannot be measured by other people's experiences. We have another question coming in. Questions or comments, we are popping up. Shauna Flint, I will say I do need to figure more out with my astrology. I got a little down, but a lot to still learn, like what is in what houses etc. Yeah, I would, I would definitely say start with Christina's, um, the big three astrology basics class that's up on the website, she's going to be putting out more vids. But you know, one of the things I've done for the last what we've known each other, what 13 years, Christina, something like that pushing it. I mean, I get multiple charts, like every year, and I just learn more and more and more and I get it recorded. So I can review it later on and I piece things together as they happen, because just listening to it isn't enough. You have to watch it play out so you can feel it. You know, you're in it. It's like an immersive experience and um, it's so worth it. Yeah. Like I, even today I was like, I, cause there's always something to learn, but today I was like, Oh, Ivy, look at this. I have this in my chart and this is happening. Like how cool is this? You know what I mean? So um, it's like a never ending learning process but that's how life is right i mean if if we didn't you know if we had the puzzle figured out we wouldn't be here so like astrology just adds you know that a, a few more pieces to the puzzle where you're like oh i get it you know at least put me in the right direction here <laughs> so yeah um but it's it's a lifelong journey astrology yeah it's it's real good to know the houses what is going on in each house you have a house that's empty great Let's look at the ones that have a lot happening. Um, all right. We have another question coming in here from TikTok, Tasha B. How can I figure out my 12th house? You have described me. Christine, I'll let you run with that one. Um, I I have a video on how to on my astrology or on my uh, astrology and tarot simplified channel. You just you go to um 
astro.com and you can put in your birth information. You have to know the exact time. And, you know, it, you should see the planets in the different houses. It, it kind of looks Greek to you first. You know what I mean? It looks it looks like a foreign language because it is. But um, you might be able to figure some stuff out just by doing that. Yeah. When you when you look at your 12th house and it's like you got all these shapes and lines. Yeah. Go back and rewatch this. You may be in a little trouble. Um, okay, we have another one coming in from a Janelle Donahue. She says, yes, four exclamation marks. Always being driving off the road or people trying to intimidate me. Nope, I'm not doing it. They suck. Yes, people suck. And um, it's almost like you're a target. Quite literally. It's like you're you're a target. Uh, when you have a lot of 12th house stuff or you come as a light worker, which is also connected to the 12th house um, for sure. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Like people trying to take your power away because you don't see it necessarily. You it's comes kind of out of the blue and you're like, Whoa. Um, so I think like, and there's certain times, like there's certain transits that make those things happen more. But now I'm just so hyper aware of boundaries. Like I had like, you know, because I struggle with boundaries, I have to set them and think about, you know, I have to stand up for myself. I can't let this person intimidate me. Um, tricky. It's a tricky road. I always say I feel like I'm I feel like I'm everybody's punching bag. And I pull the worst behavior out of people. You know, we could be in a room, 50, pe 50 people, everyone thinks this one individual is lovely. Everyone worships this one person. But I'm telling you, when that person comes over to me, they are nasty. It's almost like I pull the darkness out of them. And I'm appalled at people's behavior. Um, and I like how she said, like, road rage. Just like drive, you know, I, I'm assuming she's talking literally about that, but that that's a common problem too is, I mean, pe when people are with you and you have this, they'll be like, what the heck happens with you? <laughs> like, how are you alive? How are you dealing with this? Because the way the world interacts with you is abusive. Interesting. Okay. So we have another one coming in here from TikTok at Julie K416. My 12th house is 21 degrees Taurus. I have a lot of issues with my mom and relationships. Interesting. Um, Christina? I think I would take a look at where Venus is in the chart. Might give you a little more information. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, it's um, especially... You know, depending on where your moon is, because moon is mom, but Venus would rule that 12th house. So Venus, the connections to Venus and where Venus is located in the chart might help you understand it a little bit more. Very good. And we have another one coming in here from a Janelle Donahue. Me and my husband have actually been talking about how things are just so much more peaceful when it's just us. It's a silver uh, ha happily ever after. Just kind of feels like a fairy tale. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, um, you know, I, I don't have a, a lot of motivation to, to do anything socially. And, you know, sometimes you still want to be invited. That doesn't mean you're going to go. But... You know, 
it is what it is. And if you could find that one person who appreciates that kind of peace or, you know, I have my circle is so small. Um, I have only people in my circle at this point who appreciate that kind of peace. They feed that. I mean, I don't have I don't hang out with people who do to do anything nutty. You know what I mean? It's just like we're always on the same wavelength. And that is just to feed each other's happiness and to help each other to grow. And that's a beautiful thing. And, the, and you know, if I'm dating or something and I see a, a big red flag, I'm out of there, like immediately. One red flag, I'm done. I am hitting the road. You know, I don't I don't have any interest. There's there's definitely something to be said about vibing with somebody on the same level as you. So if your husband, you know, is on that same level as you are, yeah, I mean, that's that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. All right. And there isn't much left for questions and comments. Okay, good. So I think we got to pretty much everyone. Just want to remind you guys to go ahead and post your prayer and healing requests. Christina and I do pray over them over the course of the week. Um, just want to also invite you guys to check out next Sunday. The 20th is the launch of our brand new show. She and I will be doing get your grip on love life and relationships. We will be giving readings myself from a psychic mediumship perspective, Christina from an astrological tarot and rolling of the dice on your relationships. You can bring um, the astrology, that's great. If you don't have it, it's okay. We're going to work with it either way. So check us out uh, next Sunday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, back here for Get a Grip on Your Love Life and Relationships. We will see you guys again in a couple weeks for Roots Revival Interfaith. And thank you so much for tuning in and being with us. Many, many blessings. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Spirit. Thank you, Christina Del Rey.